and it's like this is your person you know what i mean we are in this together and it's so it's so great feeling free to know that somebody is gonna love you no matter what hey guys it's faith duo back with another video and we are here because we want to give you Bible answers to everyday topics. So if you're interested in marriage or you're married or you want to know what God's design for marriage is, this is for you. Over 62% of Americans don't even believe that marriage is important anymore according to a 2020 what, survey. How many? 62%? Wow. Um, and also 50% of people get a divorce so wow. half of everybody that's getting married is getting divorced that's sad yeah it is that's not encouraging for the up-and-coming marriages and it's not good for the kids either you know it's like yeah. a cycle right well something's wrong so uh your marriage is not blessed unless unless well who gives blessings god does um psalms 119 says that um, God blesses those who keeps his testimonies or his laws. So basically, are you keeping his laws when it comes to marriage? Uh, how does God define marriage? Yeah, that's the first question. What is marriage? How is it defined? Right. So let's see what Genesis 2, 23 through 24 says about what God says a marriage is. And... Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So it's with a man and a woman, and they have to leave their parents, come together and be one flesh. Yep. Okay? So it's something that was given by God and not by man. It's instituted by God, not by man. Um, so it's everything is based on his authority with marriage right so why do we need to be married I mean you don't have to be married but why do you need right. to be married um, well you know we have the uh, desires of, of trying to be I think with somebody but God said it's not good for man to be alone and so he created a helpmate for him right he created Eve so for a helpmate and so you don't have to be alone company love and then also, uh, 1 Corinthians 7, 2 is to avoid our fleshly desire, fornication. Um, right. You That should be happening within marriage only. Right. He says that it's better to marry than to burn with either passion or to burn with lust. And so if you, you know, have that desire, you need to go ahead and marry so that you won't be, you know, have that temptation. Right. So what does marriage really look like when you are married? Well, I think as it says, you know, we're supposed to be one flesh. We're supposed to be a helpmate, a friend. And the Bible goes into those several topics. But the number one thing to remember is to not get up, caught up in the cultural idea, a fairy tale definition of what a marriage looks like. It's not about how beautiful that connection is when you first get together. It's about keeping that beautiful connection forever, you know? And so, um, yeah, and I think like I said, everybody dreams of the fairy tale and that's fine, but we have to realize the reality of it, um, is you have to, to love sacrificially, 
uh, putting that person above you at all times. Uh, we right. heard that in the counseling, zero, 100. Right. Um, so it's always um, zero or 100% of your effort, your love, not expecting anything back from the other person. And it's work, it's constant work. I mean, Raphael and I, we are constantly working to meet one another's needs. It's about compromise. And it's about constantly trying to keep that love alive because trials will come in and um, interfere with that. First uh, Corinthians 13 verse seven, it is a love chapter, but this verse particularly um, is, is the deepest to me. And it says that love bears all things through everything, um, sickness, uh, you know, things that you go through, believe it's all things. That means believe that the person can be better. Believe that um, this marriage can last no matter what, but believe that God can take you through it all, hopeth all things, and endureth all things. And I just think, I just always think that that verse is really deep about yeah. how you should feel about your loved one. It's the deepest love. Right, the perfect love. Right, and um, Song of Solomon says in verse 216, you are mine and I am yours. And it's like, this is your person. You know what I mean? We are in this together and it's so it's so great feeling free to know that somebody is going to love you no matter what. You know yeah. what I mean? And it is it is a blessing. And yeah, you should have that perfect love because um that he says a perfect love has no fear. Um so and it's that's a huge burden lifted off of you. Um, not having to worry about if somebody is going to care for you and love you. So, and the devil does a good job at trying to separate people. That's why we have 50% divorce rate. Um, but we must have God's you know, design for marriage. And that's going to be above all things is, is love. Right. And God knows what a husband's needs will be. And he knows what a wife's needs will be. That's why in Ephesians um, 5.25, it says that, uh, husbands are to love their wives as Jesus loved the church because women love to me I can speak for myself I love to be loved and put as a priority and that's what Jesus did when he came to establish the church he put that as his number one priority while God is always it's unspoken God is always right. first but on this earth this person um, that you have is your number one priority and then in ephesians 5 22 talking about the wives what's it say about that baby how the wife how am i supposed to treat submit you? submit but <laughs> that's not says, domineering over the woman it's you know they have their, their choice to submit to you and you should be you know loving respectful so that they want to submit right i definitely respect you with all my heart i think i look up to you more than anybody Thank you, love. <laughs> um, and then um, a love is limitless. And in Proverbs 17, 17, it says a friend loves at all times. And, you know, you love when they're mean, they're angry, they're, they look bad, <laughs> they stink. You know, you love yeah. them. Yeah, you stink. Be you love friend. me if I stink. Yes, yeah. I do. Okay. I do. All right. All right. So when does a marriage end? Um, I think this is post end or I think Romans 7 2 will answer that the best way possible. Did you look at that verse? Um, I have Matthew 19 9 and 5 Matthew 5 32 okay. Let me see what my Romans Romans 7 2 says 
For the woman which haveth the husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband is dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So with that, you know, as long as he liveth, so what if that person still lives? So Matthew 5.32 tells us, um, Jesus says, But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife for any reason except sexual immorality causes her to commit adultery. Whoever marries a woman who is divorced commits adultery. Um, so this stipulation here is basically sexual immorality, um, adultery. As in the other, one of the spouses right. has, has gone outside the marriage for their sexual desires, so. Right, so, and this is the only one, only example that he gives for a divorce. And, and you want to stay within the authority of the Bible. So, anyways, that's basically it. Um, um, and it does say Malachi, 216 that God hates divorce as well. Um, so we want to try to uh, follow his standard for marriage and we know that you will have best marriage possible if you're following the Bible. Yes, God will, God will bless your marriage if you're doing it his way. If you'd like us to go into deeper discussion on any of these topics that we've mentioned of the what, what God says, uh, let us know in the comments. But we appreciate you. We love you. Be the light.